fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Fresh Word. We are talking about the three mighty facts about the future. We've seen one, the first one, that there is nothing in the future that can take you away from God's love, that can make God not to love you. Wow. And we said that whatever is in the future is under the two dominion and authority of God's love demonstrated in Christ Jesus. Paul said, I am convinced and I'm persuaded that nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Now, today, let's go further about the three mighty facts about the future. We've seen the first one. Let's look at the second mighty fact about the future. You know, like I told you, the last first episode, people are wondering about the future. Everybody's trying to get smart about the future. Looking at those who are expert intelligence here to see what can be done for the future. How do we go about it? And then people are offering all the ideas, intelligence and wisdom and all, all kinds of things. And, and, and if you notice in our world, there's this thing about just not working out, you know. I mean, somebody will come with a particular theory propounded and it just won't work. We have all the isms around us, capitalism, socialism, communism, and all the isms of theories and <clears throat> all these things. You know, it's quite very interesting. Let's look about, let me, let me just talk about that for a few minutes. It's great to look at what we have learned, what we have studied, and, but the future is dicey. Like they say, nobody knows tomorrow, and a lot of theories and a lot of ideas about the future. It can be quite confusing and sometimes quite deceptive. That's why Paul said this in 1 Corinthians 3, verse 18, talking to the Corinthians in the Living Bible version, he says, stop fooling yourselves. If you count yourself above average in, in intelligence as judged by this world standard, you had better put all this aside and be a fool rather than let it hold you back from the true wisdom from above. So that, 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 that's God's wisdom that we need to really see and not just let this worldly standard of wisdom just determine our life. Verse 19, we're still reading 1 Corinthians 3 in the Living Bible. For the wisdom of this word is foolishness to God. As it says in the book of Job, God uses man's own brilliance to trap him. Wow. Have you noticed that? If you look around for a couple of years now, last two or three, four decades, we have all kinds of expert talking and they're just getting fooled up and got all trapped up in their own brilliance. He stumbles over his own wisdom and fails, falls. You know, that's, that's mankind. Look at that verse again, we read 3. 19, 1 Corinthians in Living Bible. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness to God. As it says in the book of Job, God uses man's own brilliance to trap him. He stumbles over his own wisdom and falls. Because we don't know much. Our brain is limited. Our mind is finite. We can't see tomorrow. Let's look at verse 20, 1 Corinthians 3.20, Living Bible. And again in the book of Psalms, we are told that the Lord knows full well how the human mind reasons and how foolish and futile it is. So we're not going to be finding our answers for tomorrow, the future, by looking to our mind. Our mind depends on experience and the past reason that we have. But thank God. So let's go into God's wisdom and look at these three mighty facts about the future. We look at the first one. Love of God is able to reach us. In the future, no matter what happens, let's look at the second one. So let's go to First Corinthians 3 again, verse 21. That is in the Living Bible. So don't be proud of following the wise men of this world. 
For God has already given you everything you need. Did you hear that? I'll read this again one more time. First Corinthians 3, 21, Living Bible. So don't be proud of following the wise men of this world. For God has already given you everything you need. He has given you Paul and Apollos and Peter as your helpers. He has given you the whole world to use. <clears throat> Listen to this. And life and even death are your servant. He's giving you all of the present and all of the future. All are yours and you belong to Christ. And Christ is God's. Mm. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that great? For a promise. For a wisdom from above. He said, don't be proud of following the wise men of this world with all their theories and their hypotheses. He said, for God has already given you everything you need. So instead of just looking around you in terror, so you look up with confidence. He start enumerating what is given to us. He told us in verse 22, 1 Corinthians 3, Living Bible, he's giving you Paul and Apollos and Peter as your helpers. See all these ministers of the gospel, preaching the word of God, teaching us the word of God, declaring the gospel. They are all our helpers. Isn't that wonderful? We're not just all by ourselves. So the preachers, the teachers, the apostles, they're all to help us as God's own people. See, 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 he said, God has already given you everything you need. Then he said this, he has given you the whole world to use and life and even death are your servant. Can you imagine that? What a, what a, what a, what a wonderful, wonderful beyond super logical word. Then he said this, which I love, yes, where I'm going. He has given you all of the present and all of the future. All are yours. And you belong to Christ. And Christ belongs to God. Now, the, 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 the second mighty fact concerning the future is that God has given you the future. <laughs> A sound word. Oh, you may say, oh, I got the past. I went through it. The present, I'm not very sure. But the Bible says, God has given you all of the present and all of the future. They are all yours. Somebody said, how come they are mine? Because you belong to Christ. And Christ belongs to God. You see, God sent his son because he loved us. And his son died for us. And now, he did all that. The Father God did all that to get us into his family. And as Members of his family, all his inheritance belong to us. So he's given us everything because a family, a child is a heir of the vast inheritance of the family. He has the name of the family, so he's given all as in the family and belongs to him. So he said, he's given us all of the future. God owns the future, and he said he's given us. Let me read it again in First Corinthians 3, 22. That's a living Bible. He has given you Paul and Apollos and Peter as your helpers. He's given you the whole world to use, and life and even death are your servants. He has given you all of the present and all of the future. All are yours. My friend, stop getting scared about the future. The future, according to God, according to the word of God, the future belongs to you. All of it. The future is not meant to destroy you and work against you. The future is for you and for your benefit. God 
is bringing forth time dimension because he wants you to see that it's all for your benefit because you belong to Christ. He has given you all of the present and all of the future. So if you have been given something, you must learn how to use it well. So have this deep awareness and knowledge within you from the word of God that God has given you the future. It's not something outside your domain. It's not something that will come to destroy you. Your father has given you the future. So the best you can do is what a farmer will do when he's given a piece of land. What does a farmer do when he's given a piece of land? He'll cultivate it. He will develop it to bring forth abundant croppage and harvest. So if God has given you the future now, the owners rest on you right now to make and cultivate the future for the glory of God and for your personal benefit and for the blessing of humanity. The future has been given to you. What are you going to do with it? If I give you a car today, what will I going to do with it? If I give you some money, what will you do with it? You'll be wise and intelligent manager of it. So God has given us the future. We better be a manager, a wise manager at that. We need to manage our future. We need to cultivate our future. We need to develop our future because God has given us our future. The future is ours. All are yours because you belong to Christ and Christ belongs to God. Whoa, glory to God in the highest. Did you see that? So the first fact is that nothing in the future is outside God's love for us. And second, God has given us the future. And I'm going to talk about the third mighty fact. God has given us the future. What are we going to do with it? That is vitally important. So see this with me. The future is mine. According to God's word, the future is mine. Let me go through it again as I round up. First Corinthians 3, 21, 22 in the Living Bible. So don't be proud of following the wise men of this world. For God has already given you everything you need. He's giving you Paul, Apollos, and Peter as your helpers. He's giving you the whole world to use, life and even death as your servant. He's giving you all of the present and all of the future, all are yours. And you belong to Christ. And Christ is God's. Thank you for listening.